1: Happy Monday to all. Welcome into the PHLY Phillies podcast. Jamie Lynch, Renee Washington, Tyler Zuli with you on this Monday. And yes, Renee, uh, I have officially started the countdown clock app on my phone. That's not what
0: I thought you were going to say, Jamie.
1: Because um, <laughs> each day we were going back and forth and like literally <laughs> counting down the days and figuring it out. And I went, you know, there's a better way. We might as well just download the app. So I downloaded the Countdown app today, Renee. And if this stupid ad gets out of my face...
0: See, if, if you calculated well, it manually... Not, I'm not paying $3.99
1: for the premium <laughs> version. I'll just go with the freebie. We have officially 16 days until Phillies, pitchers, oh, and catchers. 59 days until opening day on March 28th. Woo! So, sixteen days till baseball salvation. Um,. (laughs) And yes, please head to allphly.com if you're thinking about heading. Go to the Events tab. We have an awesome trip going on with Philly Sports Trips, our friends over there. You can join us. They have self-travel plans. They have pre-packaged travel plans. They have a bunch of different tierings. Uh, But what you're gonna get from Vince and Philly Sports Trips is a mindless great vacation where he will give you transportation, tickets, hotels, parties, all that and more. You don't even have to think a little bit uh, so check that out on allphly.com. Go to the events tab. Uh, it's in mid-March, and we're only 16 days away from Clearwater, the popping of the mitt. Now, look, on February 14th, nothing is really going to happen. But we do get to see those. I love it. Like when you get the five or six guys pitching in a row, and you just hear the, pit, the mitt popping uh, left and right, and the coaches leaning back against the wall uh taking notes talking to guys you know and baseball it's just the mark of baseball being back even though nothing really happens
0: so hello everybody Lissette, Mickey, Dave, Matt, Chris our first one in the chat today is Chris listen guys uh I have my countdown to 15 days because the most <laughs> the way that I operate if you guys know me well enough with my Hallmark mug no. actually I still have my Hallmark Tumblr right here too by the way oh God. um I like uh, listen I feel like the trip starts when you get on the plane. Just like when you went to Florida this past weekend, and sorry that it didn't go as planned. I hate to bring up the bitter topic. We were we were giving live updates on the show, you'll be happy to know. Yeah. When you have a trip somewhere, American Airlines. The trip starts when you get on the when you get to the airport. Like that's it. You're off your your OOO in your away message for your emails and out of office. You're on the flight. So to me, Patchers. Pet, pet, Billy's pitchers and catchers report in 15 days because that's when they get on the flight to Clearwater. Yeah, but that does so nothing for it's us.
1: <laughs> so it's, it's 16 days because February 14th, we don't count reporting day. So
0: they report February 13th, but it does, training officially starts the 14th. As you mentioned, it's not even going to be much on the 14th either. No. But as we get to have Valentine's Day, we get to also get back to loving baseball.
1: Yeah, and uh, hello to everybody <laughs> here in the chat, Chris and Matt and Dave P. Uh, Mickey and Lisette, welcome in everyone. Yes, just sweet sixteen days till baseball says 16. 16. salvation. No,
0: sweet sixteen. No, you don't know that show, Tyler. No. Do you know that show? Come on, Tyler. Mm-hmm. I'm rooting for you. No, dang it! Everybody I've been rooting for the last 24 hours has let me down.
1: Yeah, sorry. So I got a sw- <laughs> I got a little taste of that Florida weather this past weekend. Man,
0: you do look tan. I know in the really? chat they were mentioning that you've got a little color yeah. to you
1: i was out on the golf course a lot
0: tangini but
1: the weather oh man for late january early february it's just like why do i live in the northeast
0: you know i, I that question that lately. every time i go
1: somewhere warm because i hate winter
0: i've been hearing that a lot lately from people i think like, four seasons is
1: good for like the human nature
0: yeah well but my like i is, hate it see like i just feel like the winter holidays would be weird in warm weather and I've celebrated Christmas and and winter holidays in Florida for example and it's just weird I just correlate winter holidays like Christmas, Thanksgiving, even New Year's with snow or cold weather or you know big jackets and pajamas and fireplaces and stuff like I don't correlate it with shorts and beaches so I think personally it's the holidays naturally no surprise there but also like you mentioned I do get seasonal Fatigue, I guess you can say, where mm-hmm. after a while I get tired of one season, and I'm ready for the next. And I love fall and spring. And for the, for the Florida time, like to not have a fall or a spring where it's like that light jacket season, sweater still, but like you don't need to have a heavy jacket or scarf, Oh, that's such an apple cider and, like, pumpkins and stuff. Like, Uh, that wouldn't be the same in Florida with palm trees.
1: Yeah, but it's Ah. pretty nice to look at palm trees, I'll tell you that. So you can join us hopefully in mid-March if you're able and willing. And, yes, MBD, most Philadelphians fly into Tampa uh, when they head over to Clearwater. (laughs) <laughs> if I remember, it's like a forty-five to hour, oh, hour drive. Oh, great question,
0: though that Matt has. What an awesome question! How many uh, transfusions? How many?
1: <laughs> Are we counting the singles or doubles?
0: What?
1: Because we were we were double transfusioning out on the course. You know, got to stay hydrated. Did you? Okay. Uh, transfusions for the weekend, I would probably say exceeded ten. Uh, maybe 11. Okay. 10 or 11 transfusions. Uh I'm not going to count the beers because I don't want to admit that stuff publicly. Uh there was a Fair. lot of them and uh, some high noons as well. Ooh, even mixed classy. in a uh, a rum runner once because uh. when in Rome, you know, you're looking out at the water and the fish and the lighthouse, you know, let's get a rum runner in the mix. Yeah, um, that's
0: that's what I will absolutely be drinking as soon as we get to the airport yeah. for Clearwater.
1: Yeah, yeah, so it was great. So 16 days away from spring training, very excited. Uh, for that coming up Uh, so let's get into some Phillies talk and then we got a lot to get to today Uh, we have some prospect update rankings Hector Neris makes a move uh, in Major League Baseball we'll get down on the farm reports today and then of course we'll do guess that swing and daily positivity Ah. to close out the day only four more daily positivities left
0: and how many more guess that swings
1: Uh, Uh, oh by uh, the way today's going to be
2: failed that swing this is the hardest one we've had oh, by far. Oh, come on, Tyler. Oh,
0: just put a damper <laughs> on the entire show. Well, We're no, that's, eight minutes in.
2: But then if you get it, like, you're a genius. I'm
0: not going to get it. If Tyler said and it. And diff- it's, it's not a no. picture. I promise
2: you it's not a pitcher. No. Okay. Oh, right. no. Uh,
0: Tyler Jay, and I, what up? Tyler and I did ridiculous... Um, I was doing trivia with him after the show on Friday just for fun because that's what we do. And he was answering the most ridiculous trivia questions ever that I was reading the question and didn't even know the answer. Like, if he's saying it's challenging... That's it. You know, the show's over. That's it, guys. Have a nice day.
1: Yeah. Um, Jeez. I wanted to read this one little update uh, from courtesy of Todd Zelecki's newsletter about the Reese Hoskins uh, effect on the s- uh, ticket sales that started up last Thursday at 10 a.m. A mm-hmm. uh, and reminder for you, if you're looking to get some Phillies individual game tickets, uh, those are on sale on the website now and are live. But Todd says uh, that the Brewers series, and he was talking about the connection that Reese Hoskins, for whatever reason, whether it be his community effort, just kind of getting and understanding us, his kind of clutch play, whatever really connected with the city and to back up his point he said that the June 3rd uh, opening game series versus the Milwaukee Brewers sold 1,500 tickets on Thursday or at least since Thursday to Sunday Mm -hmm. Uh, he said to put that in perspective a typical Monday opening game series in mid-June would have sold normally between three and four hundred tickets Uh, Also, to put it in perspective, the Cole Hamels retirement ceremony sold 2,100 tickets. So Reese had a a, a serious effect on those ticket sales, and it just kind of puts into perspective how much Phillies fans really, you know, kind of enjoyed his time overall here uh, and want to get to the ballpark to uh, send him off well.
0: It is the Reese cool. Hoskins effect. I saw all over Twitter. I know, Lisette, in the chat, you're saying that you're going on the 4th. All over Twitter, I was seeing people tweeting about, got my tickets, can't wait to see Reese back at Citizen Bank Park. It is, it's It's great to see. It's sad to see. I also had a moment where there was this, I don't know if you saw this video. I started to send it to you guys. It was Reese Hoskins' Bat Spike, but they edited it, edited it, edited did, it,
1: did, 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 ed, did, 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 revised it
0: so that... As he was spiking the bat, it like transitioned into him in a Milwaukee Brewers jersey, yeah, and it was like really cool, but it was really depressing at the same time. Yeah. And it took a moment that we have in our hist- you know, in our minds that's a staple of Reese. I made it a Brewers thing, so that part I didn't like, but it looked sick. So it's the reality, guys, and the fact that people are buying tickets means, you know, as you say, through the roof buying tickets. Uh, Reese will always have a special place in our hearts. And so uh, I'm not surprised by it. I will say there were some other things that came out that I was reading just about the process Veres Hoskins going to the Brewers now. I know I was one that was very surprised because we had only heard for the majority of the Cubs, the Giants. We didn't hear much about. Yeah, the Brewers kind of were lurking in the
1: shadows a little bit.
0: Yeah, and it was a complete surprise. Now the Brewers did have a chance for their GM Matt Arnold to come out and talk about the process. So he was interviewed on Major League Baseball Network Radio and discussing the deal. He said, "Of course, it took some time. It is." Not a surprise. The slowness, given the market, given this time in the off season, that the deals don't happen quickly. Now, for Arnold and Hoskins, of course, Scott Boris was hap- was as his agent involved heavily, but also involved heavily in a lot of discussions around the Hall of Fame release. So, because of the class of 2024 Hall of Fame being announced last week, that actually delayed some things in the process because it took time for Matt Arnold and Scott Boris to be able to have a conversation, which, uh, you know. Understandably so. Business, you know, you want to take your time and work through it best for each of your clients. So he was saying they had to stay in touch with the group. They continued to try to work to find middle ground. And then as they were working through the Hall of Fame um, timeline of announcements, they did have a conversation, and after 20 minutes— they upped the offer for Reese and then dis- decided to reconvene later day, that day after the Hall of Fame announcements. And then that night is when the news leaked. You were awake for that night as the news broke about yep. Reese going to Milwaukee. 11,
1: um, five after yes, 11. But it yeah.
0: leaked at that point uh, because they were still having the, the Brewers owner was speaking <laughs> with Scott on the day of the Hall of Fame announcement. So it wasn't actually supposed to come out that night, it seems. But it got leaked that night because the offer was upped. There was a 20-minute conversation. The information got out. But the Brewers felt Reese is the kind of guy they needed. Um, Of course, as we know what Reese can bring to a team, they talked about that too as a person on and off the field, how he's going to well, be Matt someone Klintak's that can there, add. So yeah, I'm sure so Matt Kuntzak
1: vouched for him in every mm-hmm, way possible. Exactly, and as, that's as what they were addition. saying
0: with his track record and the type of person he, he is. They absolutely wanted him. They wanted to make that discussion happen, but the Hall of Fame announcement was really the big delaying factor on their end. Of course, also just trying to find middle ground. So I'm in, I'm curious now because they said they had to up the offer for Reese. I wonder what the offer was before for Reese prior to the Hall of Fame announcement. Uh, because, well, that means another you know. club
1: had some decent money on the table mm-hmm. for him. So it was, you know, whether it be the Giants or Cubs or whoever. Uh, we will get to the Cubs move in a little bit as they did finally do a little something.
0: Also, did you know that Reese is not going to be wearing number seventeen? No, they indicated he's going to be wearing number twelve. Okay. So he, I think it's good for him. Yeah. It's a new chapter. um You know, there's it was Jim Gantner was another reason why, but in honor of Jim Gantner, he decided not. To to wear number 17 with the Brewers. Um, but I think for Reese, you're starting a new chapter. You're going somewhere else. Uh, yeah, go go out and, and get a new vibe and get a new number. So I was I always love to hear, I don't know about you guys, I'm fascinated by the workings of deals and how they happen and when they're, you know, the timeline of what happened behind the scenes that we don't know. So it was interesting because I didn't realize the Hall of Fame announcement would have... Delayed the process in a sense.
1: Well, the Hall of Fame announcement is what got me watching Ken Burns baseball, which kept me up late. There you uh, go. On on Reese Hoskins. You would have missed it. All right, so uh, (laughs) the top 100 prospect lists are starting to come out now. Baseball America has released theirs. MLB Pipeline has released theirs. Uh, Depending on which you're looking at, we're going to talk a little bit of prospects here because it just shows you the wide Mm -hmm. ranging scope of prospect evaluations and and basically what an inexact in science it is you know ryan howard was once like the phillies 24th ranked prospect <laughs> uh and found himself on the wall of fame in center field so like it, it doesn't really matter nobody knows it's all a crap shoot you got to get lucky sometimes sometimes being lucky is being better than uh is better than being good uh so mlb pipeline friday night released their top 100 prospects in baseball uh, and I didn't look at the full list, but I'm sure Jackson Holiday is probably number one. Four Phillies made MLB Pipeline's top 100 prospects. Uh, these are guys we're all going to be talking about in the next coming 10 days as we are doing our Down on the Farm report. Finally, we're at number 10 now. I think this is where the names start getting pretty exciting. Oh, yeah. Uh, so the four guys. To no surprise of many out there is MLB Pipelines. Coming in at number 27 is right-handed pitcher Andrew Painter, who we won't see pitch this year. I uh, just
0: don't love the fact that the highest-ranked prospect for the Phillies, before you get to the rest of the list, is a prospect that we're not going to see in 2024 yeah. in Andrew Painter. But go ahead, continue. But I'll that's, let you finish. That's
1: how highly regarded he is. Yeah. Uh, number 49 right-handed pitcher Mick Abel comes in. Uh, now this is interesting because some have it inverted Mm -hmm. Uh, number 61 on MLB pipelines rankings of the top 100 prospects is shortstop slash third baseman Aiden Miller the University of Arkansas product is skyrocketing up through the Philly system got his national recognition here from MLB pipeline and then number 77 outfielder Justin Crawford so the four prospects in the top 100 is the first time they've had four since 2018 I believe it was uh, when they had six uh, back in 2018 and and now this shows you this exercise is going to show you a lot (laughs) about um, Mm -hmm. pearl clutching when it comes to prospects the six they had in 2018 Sixto Sanchez I, I don't wish injury upon him but it it looks like he's never going to pan out. Uh, this is his make-or-break year. Scott Kingery. Scott Kingery. Yeah. J.P. Crawford, who turned into a pretty nice player now for Seattle, obviously. Adonis Medina. Um, Adonis Medina.
0: Hmm.
1: Mickey Moniak.
0: Hmm.
1: Mickey Moniac. And... <laughs> adam hazley so of that list of six guys one really turned into a decent player
0: and i i just want to add in because that list that was put out uh shout out to phil's tailgate for putting that out with the top the top prospects for the phillies every year going back to 2016 when you look at that list the names that that jump out at you. It's very few names that actually jump out that panned out for the Phillies. Alec yes, Bone, most Bryson prospects Stock. don't pan out. And it was several names, as you were mentioning, that did not. So, again, like, when you look at that list, 2016 is less than 10 years ago. You know, we're not talking about ever, but in the last eight years, the amount of prospects that, you know, have been ranked in the top 100. These are these are not just prospects. These are top 100 ranked prospects, ranked as high as number 5 for J.P. Crawford, number 19 for Mickey Moniak. Uh, number Alec Bone was number 30, Bryson Stock was number 45 at, at his highest in 2022, and yet you see the discrepancy of who actually panned out and who didn't. There's no way to fully know, yeah. but that's why we always say we don't get tied to prospects because at number 45 for Bryson Stott in 2022, who would have thought he'd be the Bryson Stott that we have even argued could be lead off hitter? I mean, in
1: 2016, they had even more than that. J.P. Crawford, again, we know he turned into a nice player. Jake Thompson, okay... <laughs> Nick Williams, oh. Mark Appel, no. Cornelius? Cornelius Randolph, Jorge Alfaro, who, serviceable <laughs> career, but the rest are misses. Uh, and you can go through the whole list. I mean, Spencer Howard. You can't trade Spencer Howard. He was number thirty-four in baseball in twenty twenty. He was number forty-two the following year in twenty twenty-one. The guy couldn't run to first base without needing a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. So can we can we just put in perspective what these rankings actually mean? There are, most of these guys don't panic. There
0: out. are multiple factors here. There's the JP Crawfords that actually play, but they don't. You know, it's not here that we see them most successful um then there's the guys that actually pan out for the phillies i mean my thought is a prospect you want to have them develop for the phillies not for another team in in alec and bryson and then there's the several that just have not um i know tyler you've got a great stat that you want to share about how many of these players have actually become an all star yes
2: so the 2016 (laughs) draft specifically which was the one that mickey Moniak (laughs) went number one overall for um do you guys know how many players in the first round so meaning the first grouping of picks and the, two, and the compensatory round, plus you could even add the competitive balance round A to that list. That's 41 picks. 41 you, picks. How many have been all-stars? How many have been all-stars?
1: I'm going to say one.
2: It is one. Yeah, do, do you know who say. it is? Uh, no, um, it is uh, it's Will Smith, Dodgers catcher <laughs> Will Smith. Now here are some of the other names that have wow. been drafted that were drafted that year that have become major league players: uh, Nick Senzel, Ian Anderson, AJ Puck, Braxton Garrett, Cal Quantrill. So like it's a list of guys who made the major leagues: Alex Kiriloff, uh, Gavin Lux. So like it's not like they're all a bunch of bums. Yeah. Right, they are major league players. And drafting in major league baseball's draft is impossible to, mm-hmm. to figure out. But the point is like this is such an inexact science to the fact that. One player in the top 41 has been an All Star, but you had three second round picks make the All Star team, four yeah. third round picks, two fourth round picks, a ninth round pick, a tenth round pick, like, and and David Bednar went 1044th <laughs> yeah. and he's been an All Star multiple times. So like, yeah. the, the, there's such an inexact science to it that it really is hard to justify the like you said jamie the pearl clutching of yeah, a, of, just, of most prospects yeah, yeah. you just
0: don't know i mean as you mentioned one first round pick in 2016 we've also seen times where draft classes in general just aren't good or the opposite where you have a really talented draft class coming out there's just so many factors not to mention as you just pointed out how many were underrated that ended up actually being able to play in major league baseball or even be an all-star so just so many that's that's why I'm, I'm never I'm never huge on for any sport on the young players because you just don't know. Like I think there's always an upside, there's always potential, but especially for for male athletes, they have so much growing to do physically and mentally yes, and maturing. Uh, half these
1: prospects we've talked about are five foot nine, one hundred and eighty five pounds. Right. Like they're not even men yet. Um, so uh, it's it's in, in an exact science. Now if you look at Baseball America's list, uh, this oof. shows you the fluctuating difference in prospect lists and check out that new Sixers hoodie bottom left corner just saying they're pretty sweet Uh, (laughs) baseball America's top 100 list number 12 Andrew Painter so that just shows you the jump right there. MLB pipeline has them 27 mm-hmm. baseball America has them. 12 Justin Crawford at 63. Mm-hmm. Mick Abel at 64. Aiden Miller, not even on baseball America's
0: number 49 on, on the other prospect list and not even on baseball America's prospect yeah, so list. Like, like huge difference.
1: You know, there's a ton of people Wild. that do there's baseball prospectus, there's fan graphs, there's baseball America, there's MLB pipeline. Uh, uh, you know, there's some other names that we're not allowed to use. Um, a lot of people do really good work <laughs> scouting baseball, but there's just no, there's no like continuity. Our top ten is probably slightly different than others' top tens, sure. and it's just like. You hope some of these guys pan out. So, just very interesting to see how the different guys get ranked by the different outlets there.
0: Well, you know where you guys can go to make sure to always get continuity and consistency. That's Bagels and Co. Because with Bagels and Co., you can always count on getting Brooklyn-style bagels made right here in Philly, with Philly love, of course. It's the mom and pop shop feel, but also giving you the best variety of bagels. They've got large bagels. They've got 15 to 20 different varieties of bagels you can purchase any day, any given Sunday, any given day when you. Go Go into Bagels & Co. They've got options for you. And then on top of that, they've got 30 different cream cheeses. They do seasonal, holiday-specific ones. They do Philly sports-specific ones. So you can always go check out a Sixers cream cheese or a, you a know, Christmas-themed cream cheese. So just tremendous. I actually stumbled onto, I had taken a picture of my pork roll and egg sandwich on my rainbow bagel. Mm. don't even know what, what flavor that rainbow bagel was. It was just flavored deliciousness. Um, I stumbled onto that on my phone this weekend, and I was just foaming at the mouth at the thought of how delicious that was. So over at Bagels and Co. What's great about them, they're an affordable brand. They're convenient. You can get a lot for good price, which in this economy is huge. In this able- <laughs> economy. As the Jamie Lynch trademark line. Um, but you can make sure to always get delicious brands' food, delicious breakfast sandwich, delicious lunch sandwich, delicious dinner as well. So over at Bagels & Co., check them out. Make sure to get those the best Brooklyn style bagels. You can find the location made right here in Philly. Find a location near you at thebagelsandco.com. Search for their locations, find one nearby, and take advantage because at Bagels and Co. it's delicious. It's all types of options for you to kickstart your day and make sure you're eating great for a good price.
1: Yeah, and you can, you know, maybe jam a bagel in your back pocket when you're going into your favorite event. Save some money on food when you're inside your favorite concert venue, you know. Nothing classier than getting to a Broadway show and busting out a, your own bagel and cream cheese and just doing it right there. So you're not gonna get me the Matt. But anyway, if you wanna get in the door at your favorite event, I'd recommend using the Game Time app. And code PHLY will get you $20 off your first purchase. I've used it a couple times, actually, just used it a couple weeks ago uh, for a concert my wife and I went to. Uh, it's awesome. It's easy, it's quick. They give you all the favorite tickets for your favorite sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. Killer last minute deals and their best price guarantee. So you can stop stressing. Uh, About getting the tickets and just start getting hyped for all the fun you're gonna have. Uh, Flash deals, last minute tickets. uh, The image of your seat view is one that is great, especially if you're doing theater or concert and you want to know where you're where you're looking at. Uh, So, forget planning months in advance. Game Game Time has deals right up to the day of the event. You can get those exclusive flash deals. And on top of it, they'll give you a Game Time guarantee, which means you're always going to get the best price. If you find the tickets in the same section or row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. Tickets always make great gifts for anybody in your life. So snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app. Create an account and use code PHLY for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, just create an account and redeem code PHLY for $20 off. Download game time today. Last-minute tickets. Lowest price guaranteed. All right, Tyler, I have a little sicko uh, prospect trade. When J.P. Crawford was traded Mm -hmm. to the Seattle Mariners, who did they get in return? Um... Because my memory always sucks with this stuff I had to look this one up, <laughs> and I know this would put you in the torture chair
2: for j p. Crawford <laughs> was
1: it one for one it was one for three one for three so oh well, I think j P. Crawford went with somebody else so i think it was j p. Crawford and Carlos Santana that's right j p Crawford and Carlos Santana and you got went th- and you got three back and you got three back um one of them had a fat ass. Yeah, I was gonna
2: say you got Gene Segura. Yeah,
1: Gene Segura and his <laughs> wagon came end. to Philadelphia. Uh, you definitely got Gene Segura, and then and then the other two are no names. Really? Yeah. I mean, at least to me, they didn't pan out. James Pazos <laughs> okay. and Juan Nicasso. Juan Nicasio was a. a <laughs> they had they had him for
2: like a, a handful of seconds, didn't yeah. they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they well, so they moved him. At the trade deadline that year, I forget who. Oh, man, you're you're, you're diving into Juan Nicasio (laughs) trade? They (laughs) they traded him to, oh, no, the year prior. I'm sorry. He was on three teams. So they traded him the year prior. um, And I think he got DFA'd, and then they picked him up, and then they (laughs) traded him (laughs) like a handful of weeks later. Basically, I,
0: I you know, got Gene Segura. Yeah, in the chat, yes. Hypothetical Man was saying Gene Segura. And Mickey, technically you're correct Was a pitcher. Um, but also, I wanted to point out while we're talking about prospects. Yeah, they prospects,
2: got Alvarez. I want to circle back to Hypothetical oh, yeah. Man's
0: comment about, um, I'm not per- clutching my pearls over most prospects, but at the same time, the Phillies have the third highest sure. payroll. You have to supplement the edges of the roster with guys from the pipeline. And they, they kind of are right now they in do. a major
1: way. Uh, when you consider Bryson Stott, exactly. Alec Bohm, we'll see if he gets his extension. That'll change slightly. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, Johan Rojas mm-hmm. and Brandon Marsh is still pretty cheap. I know he's not homegrown here, but he's right. still uh, on that affordable level. So they do have yeah. a good balance. That's why you have to pick like the two you really believe in most. Yeah. And like to me, if Mick Abel doesn't start the year strong, like I know he's kind of in that sixth starter possible middle relief I'm not saying I want to give up on them but I'm not going to let Mick Abel prevent me from getting somebody that can help us win a title now
0: yeah I so feel it's, like like,
1: it's like a fine it's a balancing act Orion
0: Kirkering Johan Rojas oh yeah and two Orion players too, yeah. you can absolutely um, invest in because you can see there's something that's already I think the key is they already have something major league ready and they have something else that needs to be refined and tweaked, versus a player that you have to develop every aspect of their game. So for the next group of prospects, of course we won't have Andrew Painter and we won't be able to see him till twenty twenty five. He should pan out as long depending on how he returns and when um Mick Abel can be that, Aiden Miller can be that. So yeah, I do think it needs to be one or two, but the whole philosophy can't be to focus on homegrowns. Yeah. <laughs> and prospects. Not to trigger myself yeah. for the Philadelphia Union. All right, so Okay, all right. we're all in yeah. agreement, guys. We're all so, in agreement. So those were the top
1: 100 <laughs> lists. I always pay attention where the Phillies guys fall on that list. It's fun mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, I bought a very nerdy uh, baseball magazine I'm yesterday on my flight home because I uh, I had no headphones, I had no tablets or real one. smart devices. I was just like straight up raw
0: dog in the flight, and I was like, I at least <laughs> need a magazine. Wait, 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 wait. I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to pause you on the one comment. I'm just going to let that roll. Mm-hmm. Um, because Tyler and I just exchanged a look. Mm-hmm. Jamie's back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> where were your headphones? That's what I'm going to lock. Oh, uh, they I'm died and I
1: didn't bring the charger.
0: Your AirPods? Yeah. Don't you have an iPhone charger?
1: Uh, my, I use Jabra's. They're not AirPods. They're Jabra Elite. So it's like the mini USB guy.
0: Oh, that's right. You and I use... didn't have
1: the mini USB and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> So I went and bought two magazines. One was a Golf Digest and one was Lindy's Baseball Prospectus. It's out there. And I got to tell you, it was, it was nice reading about the Phillies uh, from an outlet uh, you know that wasn't very local. They're very high on the Phillies. They actually predicted the Phillies to beat the Braves for the NL East this year.
0: Ooh. It was it was well, like if everything we nice to read if everything we've been manifesting happens especially like a strong start to the year it is possible I Absolutely. know I, every once in a while we have these reality checks it was when we had hashtag free herb join the show it was Poor when we herb. had some different articles come out about the rest of the league is trying to catch up to the Phillies it, it has reminded us the Phillies are still uh, still the top team even the rankings we talked about on Friday with the Phillies sitting at number three in power rankings behind the Dodgers and the and the Braves. So I know we are very... you know, overly critical at times. Well, because because we're so the offseason's been
1: boring as shit. And when Kobe yeah, wanna
0: see something <laughs> Colby
1: Allard's your only move. You mean that center?
0: didn't throw you, JB? That really didn't have you like needle. ready to go buy, you know, every possible ticket or a Colby Allard jersey. <laughs>
1: but but it's good to, you know, keep in perspective that most teams in major league baseball would love to have our bullpen, would love to have our starting rotation, yeah. and would love to have our lineup. And the Phillies are gonna straight up compete for a title. And you never know, you know, the Dodgers going out and spending money doesn't guarantee them anything so it was just a nice it was a nice baseball perspective to read that uh, on my flight (laughs) Um, now one thing you put in the show sheet uh, which i did not see over the weekend was mlb.com listed the best player on every Mm -hmm. single team uh, so I have in front of me the NL East. Now, Tiger, do you want to go, Tyler, do you want to go, uh, t- did I call you Tiger? Tiger. Uh, Tiger's right. restaurant was right by one of the mm-hmm. places we ate at. I actually ate at Joe Namath's uh, place. Okay. Uh, so, Tiger, Tyler, <laughs> would you awful. like to take a guess on who the Atlanta Braves' best player was listed uh, by NL? That NLP? would be it's Ronald Acuna difficult. Jr. <laughs> <laughs> Ronald Acuna Jr.? Correct. <gasps> wow, you got it right. Genius. Crazy, I know. That's good. Marlins, would you like to take a guess who the Marlins' best player
2: was? Well, the Marlins' best player should be Luis Arise. Um, mm-hmm. However. Should be. Should be. Yes. Right. You're not wrong yet, but yes. The key word, which means they either are relying on a bounce back from Sandy Alcantara, which would probably be my guess, or they like one of the young guys, and they're going with Yuri Perez.
1: Well, wrong
0: Sandy not... Sandy's not playing.
1: He should be coming. He has a chance of coming back, doesn't he? He has
0: a chance, so, but uh, so they're, they're going into with the expectation oh, he's not oh, going oh, to be okay. playing. Oh, okay.
1: I got you. Okay. yeah. This guy did come up on the trade rumor mill, and the Mets were one team. Now, who knows how much validity was to this. Uh, the Mets were named as a possible team that's making calls or keeping an eye on him.
0: I was going to go with such a different hint, but I like that It was, a, it that was a
1: breakout season for him. Um. Ooh, Tyler's stumped. I like when Tyler gets stumped.
0: Yeah, Alcantara did have Tommy yeah, John. Yeah,
1: uh, so I, I probably should I have rephrased that I like, was going to go secondhand. with a hint Not
0: of uh, <laughs> one of Kanye West's classic early songs. Now, his name's pronounced differently. Nobody mess
1: with the Jesus, man. <laughs> Jesus Lizardo. Yes. Yeah. Okay. See? A three point three WAR Lizarro MLB.com says that is the Marlins' best player. We'll see if he's a Marlin for long. Uh, it says his breakout season was long anticipated, coming several years after he was one of the top pitching prospects in baseball. Uh, with Alcantara sidelined for Tommy John surgery, the no, the Marlins need him, who is projected to get a three seven four ERA. That Marlins' and, rotation is
2: kind of sneaky disgusting. Yeah, by it's the way. really good.
0: Sadly. All right, you add Braxton
2: Garrett to the mix. Like it's it's a good group. Yeah. Uh, Take a guess at the Mets.
1: Francisco Lindor. You are correct. Uh, Who had his major bounce back last year, more to the back of his true baseball card. Kind of had a slump his first year there with the Mets. (laughs) Is this another like '90s reference? I don't get.
0: Yeah, Tyler got it. I think right away.
1: Okay. I don't. What What is it?
0: it's spongebob
1: of course it's spongebob every <laughs> time they talk about something i don't understand it's usually spongebob
0: <laughs> it was when spongebob was trying to stay indoors he was scared of the outside because he got beat up <laughs> so he didn't want to leave his- <laughs> okay. he didn't want to leave his house so who, be- he was who
1: beat up spongebob in,
0: um, a gorilla
1: a-, <laughs> a gorilla under the sea
0: well that was that was one of the remember that that was a funny part of it they, re- they realized after he beat him up and was, because it was the gorilla that beat him I up. I mean, who's episode. not going to get their ass
2: kicked by and a gorilla? And
0: then I think it was Sandy that was like, wait a minute, how are you under the sea and you're a gorilla? And then it was like, oh,
2: And then it took off running. And they took off running. Yeah.
0: It was such a great episode. It was I'll the take your stupidest you word for it. thing of all time. <laughs> <laughs> Every once in a while, they'd have these moments where they would cross over, like, what's possible? And that was one of them. And then they broke the fourth wall and were like, wait a minute, you're a gorilla. How are you breathing right now under water?" That's a great point. And then they were, yes k underscore red
1: he, he got yours. you i just I, all i know about spongebob is the memes penny. and i don't understand most penny of them penny and chip but, it but was i SpongeBob, appreciate them. penny and chip sure all right tyler take a guess at the nationals best listed player <laughs> see this is a difficult one
2: yeah Because there's a bunch of dudes that I think are good players. Lane Thomas? They're a bad team, like Lane Thomas, for example. I wanted the Phillies to get him last year bad. Like Stone Garrett, for example. Like C.J. Abrams, for example. Um, I don't know if they're going to lean a position player or if they lean a starting pitcher on this one. Um, But I think a guy that is ready to take the next step, I don't know if that means that they like him or not, is Josiah Gray.
1: That so, is not the answer. Here's
0: the hint I want to give in honor of Jamie's fandom of one of his favorite actors ever. Uh, this guy say, shares the same birth name as our favorite Fast and Furious actor, Mr. Walker.
2: I don't That's even know what Paul name. Walker's first name is. <laughs> is it? Wait, do you mean his last name? The
0: shares the same first name as Paul Walker, a.k.a. It, Paul. Are
2: you saying Paul's is his actual name?
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, Is it? What? Yeah.
1: That's a nickname?
0: Um, apparently that's his name. What? Did you know that? It's CJ Abrams. Apparently. Apparently his first name is CJ Abrams' name is Paul. Christopher. Paul Christopher? I'm I'm not That's what Google says. He was born as, I guess because he's Christopher uh, Abrams Jr. So maybe they call him CJ, but allegedly on the Google. Huh. The His Google. first name is actually Paul Christopher Abrams Jr. Oh, I stumped everybody.
1: Yeah, Well, yeah, because nobody knew that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> cool.
1: CJ Abrams learned is correct, new. Though, yes. I thought
0: that was going to be an easy clue. So, yeah. friends, the, the, apparently, that was what, really what, difficult. Yeah. What we're gathering wow. from
2: that is the Nationals are going to stink was, again this year. Yeah, the Nationals yes. are going to be a very bad baseball team. He's only
0: 23. 23. Now, Tyler... Wow.
1: CJ Abrams is going to be a good player, don't get me wrong, oh, yeah. but I think that they're still years away. So, and this turned into Tyler Quiz section, me <laughs> reading What's the list. like? I think the Phillies won is a quasi tough I don't think it's an immediate
0: I actually was surprised by this one one too
1: they they probably they probably picked Trey Turner
0: Mm, or Zach
2: Wheeler and Mm. the answer is Bryce Harper but I agree the answer is they probably went with Turner or Wheeler they picked Zach Wheeler
0: and I was really surprised by this now we do know Zach is one of the best pitchers in the league and that's exactly what they said. Few pitchers have been better than Wheeler since he signed a five-year, $118 million deal with the Phillies after the 2019 season, now entering the final year on his contract, which hopefully gets extended. He's projected to record, to record a three five four ERA and 200 strikeouts with the second most war among pitchers in 2024. He's sitting at a 4.7 war. I was thinking it was going to be Bryce as I was like scrolling through reading the piece. I definitely thought they were going to go Bryce Harper. But Zach also does make sense. But I still think I would have gone Bryce. So I I
2: think that unless if you're gonna pick between a position player and a, and a starting pitcher, the starting pitcher has to be, I think, exponentially better than the position player because the position player is playing every day.
0: Right, and that's
2: the issue. To me, there
1: is. Yes, I think Bryce I, I, has a bigger impact over
0: correct. the course of the season. Yeah. I, I think
2: that it, the only, there's only a handful of starting pitchers that you could go to and say that they are genuinely their team's best player. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, I don't even know if Garrett Cole, who I think is the best pitcher in baseball, is the best player on the Yankees anymore. He's
0: not listed according to with, the With Juan list. Soto
2: and Aaron Judge being on that team, I'm not sure that, that – like so if, if the best pitcher in baseball is not the best player on his team, that sets a standard – for the rest of the, the this exercise to follow.
0: Good point. And to be honest, a lot of these best players are not pitchers. I think they're the going,
1: are they going strictly by war? Because the Cubs have two players listed. So, who this, must have tied in the it's This list is based off
0: of. Wait. It is based off strictly of projected war. players for all 30 teams. Yeah, by war. It's strictly based off of their war. Because oh, okay. yes, so that's that is something to preface it with. So
1: Zach Wheeler was four point seven last year. If Bryce Harper falls back into his norm, he should be in that five or six range. If he's at MVP form, he could be in that seven to nine. range. So right.
2: last year, if you take out um, Shohei Otani because his pitching war was, you know, significant compared sure. to. To to add to his already incredible season. Last year, there were uh, 27 players who posted a five-war or better. 27. Bryce Harper can absolutely be that. Bryce Harper posted Mm -hmm. a... No, he's not in the top. I was gonna 50. say he
1: even in his limited amount of appearances, it was like four something, wasn't it? He must have been just below three seven. Three seven. Okay. Wow. Tied for sixty fifth.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So. And I mean, honestly, most of these names, you've got Mookie Betts, Corbin Carroll, Juan Soto. Um, it's not pitchers. Um, you've got yeah, oh, so if this Julio is, Rodriguez. If this obviously. is the case
2: then, if it's just war, then Garrett Cole is the Yankees
0: pick. He's not, actually. They have Juan Soto listed. Six point seven war. Garrett
2: Cole had a seven five. Well then it might be projected war as well. Uh, this
1: some, is some see this. It is some it is some projections confusing. based
0: on fan graphs. This is why, and we talked about this on Friday. These types of lists need a good old fashioned rubric and a grading do you know what a rubric is, Jamie? We talked about this on Friday. Tyler didn't know what it was. Rubric?
1: Yeah. yeah. No, but so, we need yeah. we need
0: clear clear like here's what this is based on but it does say actually in the blurb it's the steamer projections on fan graphs, it's war that um, makes heading more sense
2: 2024 because in yeah. fan war garrett cole was a
0: 5-2 so yeah. like
2: it's their projected war total.
1: so we have a uh, guest coming on wednesday a local guy named michael bauman who writes uh for fan occasionally one of the things i want to ask him is like What's the nerdiest thing you guys do? Because like that is a nerdy, a baseball seam head nerd heaven, and Mm. like you know some of these things. Like I love the projected wars uh, and stuff like that. So we'll ask Michael about some of these uh, real deep nerdy things that uh, FanGraphs does because we all love it. All right, let's go down on the farm.
0: Down on the farm.
1: Uh, Today, we get to the number 10 mark. I'm
0: excited about this one.
1: So now, uh, you know, the prospects become really exciting on the outside. I missed Fridays, which was Andrew Baker, uh, and Tyler's text message back to me was, Dude's trash. (laughs) Uh, So, I guess you weren't too optimistic after deep diving Andrew Baker, huh, Tyler? Not quite, no. He was
0: ruthless. What did you
1: you guys, did you talk about the name Uh, test? I said he's baseball's happy Gilmore.
0: We did talk about the name test. Not really
1: great. Andrew Baker? (laughs) I mean, Baker is a good baseball name.
0: What we decided was, and this is what Tyler exactly said, he could be a baseball guy. He could also work at PNC Bank. Like, he, he could do anything. Yeah. Um, Andrew Baker is. They're a... not He does have to look though. He's got a very baseball like. Seeing him with his baseball hat on, I just it screams baseball player. But it also is very basic. It could be anything. Okay. So. But it would have been a name you could have pronounced, which yes, yeah.
1: Andrew Baker would have aced that one. Yeah. Now today's baseball name, spicy. I like it. I think this kid's got real a real future ahead of him. Gabriel <laughs> Rincón Jr. They call him Gabe. Gabe Rincon Jr. Rincones. 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 R- According
0: Rincon- to the internet.
1: Rincones.
0: Gabe. I mean, his dad also played. Yeah, so he was
1: a minor leagues. leaguer for Seattle's system back in the day. Um, Gabe. Come on. That, that just kind of works.
0: Well, it helps his his dad played. So we've already heard the name connected to baseball. Yeah, like, you Although, say- Even though he's a minor league baseball but player, he for sounds the Mariners, like a ball player. Like, he yeah. He like, just
1: sounds like, like one.
0: Come on, do the announcer test. Now batting for
1: the Phillies, outfielder slash first baseman slash possible DH, Gabe Rincones Jr. It works, Oh, you would right? just call him
0: Gabe? You wouldn't call him Gabriel? I, well, I like it, though. Preston
1: Mattingly referred to him as Gabe.
0: Okay, fair. So if that Preston might, called him Gabe, we call him Gabe maybe also. Maybe we'll
1: try to meet up with him at spring training and ask him these hard-hitting <laughs> questions. That like, name works. Like Nicholas Batum was Nico when asked what you preferred to be oh. called. Who saw that coming? <laughs> I didn't. All right, so name test smoked it good start they call him gabe he was drafted in 2022 (laughs) a third round pick now this is another cool story of a kid all right he's venezuelan born but raised in scotland correct he moved to america to pursue his baseball dreams he was cut by his high school baseball team come on michael jordan this kid is basically michael jordan um (laughs) he went on to junior college in florida for his freshman and sophomore year showed enough potential that florida atlantic university took a shot on him his junior year senior year he ended up getting hurt after his junior year he was selected by the padres in the 19th round Uh, excuse me after the sophomore year he was selected by the Padres in the 19th round decided to go to Florida Atlantic for his junior year and it paid off for him because the Phillies ended up taking him in the third round even though he missed his senior year uh, due to a shoulder injury Uh, he is 22 years old right now a bigger kid six foot three 225 love that frame uh, he spent time mostly in low A uh, and is expected to go to Reading this year. His slash line, as Tyler has up for you there, 248, 351, 427. Uh, he had 31 doubles, which is really nice to see, 15 home runs and 60 RBIs. He was 32 for 38 in stolen base attempts last year. He is an above average runner, a possible plus-plus power guy, according to Preston Mattingly. Uh, Not a very good fielder, but has a cannon of an arm. Uh, So he kind of translates, scouts are saying, to corner outfield. He'll have enough pop there uh, to play corner outfield. Maybe first base because of his height. Uh, Also, possibly a DH if he's able to make it.
0: Yeah, I mean, honestly, I liked reading about Gabe.
1: Yeah, he's a a fun He's got a
0: really cool story. So in terms of baseball, as you mentioned, uh, the potential that's been reported, the upside, he can drive the ball into the outfield. Uh, Not the greatest fielder, but with work, um, can move from maybe being that corner outfield spot to, to a different role. A lot of reports have just indicated the usual, with age, with development, he absolutely can improve he's got great ability to get on base and as you saw with the stats to steal bases as well so there's a lot of upside to him he even spoke specifically about things he wants to work on himself and he mentioned keeping an approach yeah very self-aware keeping an approach sticking with one stance swing because he feels like he struggles with that not chasing numbers but playing the game right and he felt like it was more mental stuff at times than anything Um, and he felt like chasing numbers was also something mental that he's got to get better at so he spoke a lot about His his upbringing, his relationship with his dad. Of course, his dad was a pitcher for a year in the minors with the Mariners. And he said more than anything, his dad helped teach him about the right approach to baseball. He didn't specifically teach him hard. Yeah, (laughs) basically. Um, And so he really worked with him on how to like mentally. As we know, the game is so mental. And he said his dad worked with him on understanding hitting is 90% mental. So how to be more you know, in in the moment, be a professional hitter. And so uh, I really think that between just hearing the fact his family lived in Scotland, he lived there for some time and then moved to Venezuela, actually, before America. He yeah. like, was living with his aunt in Venezuela. And then, of course, lived with a different aunt to be able to go to JUCO. He's he's put in, the, he's put in a lot of time and work, and he seems like he's got a lot of the right stuff, a lot of the, you know, potential that that you'd like from a prospect. Um, so I think this, I think this year is going to be huge for him. Yeah, it and, is. And, and the ET on his debut of the majors is 2025. So if all goes according to the timeline, Jamie, this is going to be the year he's going to have this that is a major next out. step.
1: Yeah, maybe we'll go see him play at Reading mm-hmm. this year. Uh, so here's what Preston Mattingly had to say about Gabe, as they affectionately call him. <laughs> uh, he says that. He controls the zone well and he has a chance at plus, if not plus-plus power. Uh, Because of his prior injury, the Phillies were easing him into the outfield uh, last year by splitting time between the corner, outfield, and DH. Mm -hmm. Uh, He shows decent speed on the pass, as we talked about, uh, was mostly in high A jersey, but should be in Reading this year. Preston went on to say, I think when he gets exposed to that higher level pitching and gets more at bats, he'll be better and better. And he will understand what pitches to do damage on and what pitches to leave alone. I think he's in a really good spotlight right now. A lot of guys come into professional baseball and really struggle. They struggle with the quality of pitching, the pace of the game. But Gabe stepped right in. He transitioned pretty seamlessly. It's been impressive. Um, So Mattingly has some reason to believe that plus-plus power possibility. Uh, He has a 90th percentile mark of 106.3 miles per hour off the bat uh, with his exit velocity. So, you know, that's really encouraging, uh, which is, you know, well above his average peers at, in the Class A level. Uh, yeah. so, so Gabe's got, you know, a shot to to, to be a power hitter at this mm-hmm. next level if he's able to put it all together. The glaring hole in Gabe's game is he really needs to improve versus left-handed pitchers. He has a mm-hmm. left-handed batter, throws right-handed. Uh, he struggled versus left-handed pitching. I think he hit 209. Uh, so you really want to yeah. see that improve uh, this year in double a reading. Uh, if he can improve where left-handed pitching, uh, you know, he's, he's got a real shot at this. Uh, the scout grades for him, a 40 on the hit, a 55 on the power, 30 on the run, 40 on the fielding, 60 on the arm. Um, so, you know, that's yeah. why they think if he can figure out the left-handed pitching corner outfield could be a good spot also, possibly give Bryce a day off at first here and there.
0: Yeah, and as you mentioned, his injury kind of paused things for him. Yeah. And so this past and year – And that was what
1: Pressler meant, the minors, like just
0: getting right back right, into it Right, and seamlessly. after the minors ended, for him to still go get extra reps in the AFL for the Arizona Fall League, they said he excelled there in 22 games with the Scorpions that he was playing with, um, a two nine three with a 4.26 on base percentage, 8.89 OPS, two homers, 14 RBIs, um, was also an all-star and got to be in the AFL Home Run Derby. So for him, it's just time, you know, getting that consistent schedule, being able to play, uh, not having an injury, but also outside of the baseball side of things with game. Now, Tyler and Jamie, I did some research, shout out to uh, an article I read for Sports illustrated fan nation uh it was jack vita who wrote this who had a sit down with gabe and was talking to him about his upbringing now if you don't even if you didn't listen to anything else from the baseball side these things alone will have you like i like this kid all right <clears throat> so he listed two of his favorite shows growing up
1: let me guess spongebob
0: spongebob was one and
1: <laughs> what was
0: I'm, it? Te- <laughs> I'm peppa pig <laughs>
1: Peppa this Pig? is Daddy
0: Pig. <laughs> so he remember, he's only 20, 22. Yeah. So Peppa Pig, which hasn't been around that long, um, he said his sister used to watch it. And so he would watch it with her. But he's like, I actually, I'm not going to lie. I actually didn't mind Peppa Pig either. It's kind of entertaining. Daddy Pig, George, Mama Pig. Like, they really kinda... shit
1: on uh, Papa Pig a lot in that <laughs> show. Poor guy. I mean, my God. give the dad, Give the guy a break. <laughs> I, <laughs> he works so hard. And they're always just like giving him a tough time. Poor Papa Pig. It sounds Daddy personal.
0: Pig. It sounds personal. D- D- Daddy Pig. Because it, in
1: in Hollywood and TVs, the dad's always getting shit on. All right, can we be <laughs> honest? The dads have it rough in most daytime. You know, most TV shows. I
0: mean, at least they don't get killed off like the moms in Disney movies. So,
1: well, yeah, There's that is that. that is traumatic.
0: But okay, so mom. all right, then his favorite movies: Passion of the Christ. He's a huge religious person. I know. Favorite. I am scarred. Favorite movie? Scarred. He said it's a big time favorite of his, and he's into war movies like Fury and The Hurt Locker. Those are like real war movies. I do like a good. You know, I was watching like Troy the other day. Serious. I was watching watching Step Brothers. I was. (laughs) I love movies like Three Hundred and Troy and everything, but Passion of the Christ. I I cannot watch that movie without crying, without wanting to go and like hug everybody i know i can't imagine wanting to watch that a second
1: time i barely watched
0: it the first time
1: yeah let alone saying you yeah and then in his
0: bio on instagram jamie here's the icing on the cake oh boy you'll you'll love this three things in his bio on instagram jesus well not there's more than these three but his you know everybody has a little Your takeaway jesus comma sleep comma chipotle all right
1: salvage yourself a little bit there with chipotle
0: (laughs) so i was like okay you know what he's grounded in faith (laughs) there's a
1: (laughs) (laughs) matt deckard i think this guy might be a serial killer
0: (laughs) he's grounded in faith he likes war movies but he also likes peppa pig and spongebob jesus sleep and chipotle a lot going on there's a lot there there to process but when i read all of it i was like i think i like him i think i like gabe
1: all right gabe in um,
0: Scotland, he actually could make history um, as being the first player in Major League Baseball from Scotland in 35 years, which is wild. Um, the previous names, do you remember? Either of you know? Say that again. Oh, shoot. I lost the list, actually. Mm. He <laughs> could be Scotland's first Major League Baseball player in 35 years. I, I, while I find. I will have no clue. Oh, my gosh. List. I have to pull it up. I lost I didn't. I didn't. I didn't save it. Yeah, it's all right. It's fine. Anyways, uh, in thirty-five years, cool. So there's, there's our
1: down on the farm report on old game. i to find their names. Uh, I'm. I'm not sure I'm gonna be able to get over that favorite movie thing. I think I'm always going to favorite gonna think movie. About Passing that.
0: the crisis. That's that's a hard. It's intense, man. That's very intense. What is? And he's he's young. Like I yeah. don't know. I know you're religious, but like there's so many religious spiritual movies. To me, to have that be your favorite is, is concerning. It's, it's alarming. <laughs> very, very much so. Okay, um, I found the other name By, by the, the way, chat. guys,
2: well, what's that? Tom Waddell. <laughs>
0: That's what it is.
2: <sighs> is it. the last Scottish born player.
0: She, uh, Tyler, you would be faster than me. <laughs> and then before that, it was Bobby Thompson
2: oh yeah and Old george Bobby chalmers you, you remember brothers uh the, the <laughs> no not brothers never mind i thought there were two mccormicks ah, okay never mind
1: to answer will's question in the in the chat yes that is the state of florida on my hat it's the golf club i played <laughs> that over made the me weekend chuckle, actually so it's got a little star it was a pete Dye course oh did awesome. you buy
0: that this weekend yes okay daddy pig
1: yeah yeah. uh so yes that is the state of florida will was asking is that just the state of florida on jamie's hat probably that's old old marsh country club well
0: gabe was down in florida playing baseball that's where he grew up so look at you connecting with gabe in more ways than you know in the
1: heart of baseball and (laughs) golf land um all right let's talk about hector naris and then we'll get to guess that swing in today's daily positivity Hector Neris signs a one-year, I believe it was one-year $9 if I'm not mistaken, right?
0: Uh, Yeah, Uh, yes. With the
1: Chicago Cubs. Um, So our old friend Hector will be reunited. um, Well, not reunited, but united with the Chicago Cubs. One-year $9 million, absolutely a deal uh, I would have considered doing. Now, again, not my money, but it certainly looks like uh, the Phillies are not going to be adding much more because if you're not in for a guy like that, you're going to be going lower leverage guys yeah. um, that, you know, maybe Jeff Hoffman type moves again. Um, so one year, nine million, you know, my feeling. There's no bad one-year deals in Major League Baseball. Yeah, plus I he's, 100% got it.
0: he's got an option for 2025, and then the $9 million option converts to a player option at 60 games, and the total max with incentives is $23.25
1: Oh, wow. <laughs>
0: That's a huge thought. The incentives, I don't know what the details are of those incentives, but uh, $9 million with up to $23.25 in incentives. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm reach.
1: sure it's like leading the league in yeah. saves, All Star Game, that's why World it's a high Series. Price, but. You know, it's probably you know. So they got creative with it. Uh, kudos to them. Uh, show a hands, one year, nine million.
0: Will I take that deal? Would we have done it? Oh, for myself, for the no, Phillies, not kidding. you, yeah.
1: not Team Washington. Talking about the Philadelphia I'm like, Phillies. Me up. Yeah, okay, we're play. three for three. <laughs> one year, nine million. Now, um, that's,
0: I think that's a good deal. Yeah, yeah. the Phillies should have been able. That's to work not that going to kill
1: anybody. The, the only thing is, like,
2: bro asked for $50 million and settled for nine.
0: I know. It's like the worst Again, management knew, negotiating but ever. But we knew when he asked for that $30 million that it was just a negotiation tool. There was no, of course it was. There, yeah, there was no authenticity to that or anywhere that was going to happen. But he was shooting a shot and landed with nine. And maybe his but, offers prior So were less than nine. Here's my
2: question, and I know that the incentive stuff is there. How did he get less than David Robertson?
1: He got four million less than Craig Kimbrel,
2: so at least Kimbrell uh, has pedigree. Sure, David Robertson's yeah. a nice bullpen piece, and he's been good for he was good for he a long time. He was good last time. Year, yeah. Um, but yeah, Hector Neri's po- posted a one seven last year. How did yeah. he get less money than David Robertson?
1: I guess maybe age, and I don't it's know. It's not like Robertson's know. young. Yeah, Robertson's not young. You're right. It um, is.
0: It is wild when you think about. At one point, Robertson's we thirty eight. Oh wow! I didn't realize was thir- he still was, owes
1: this one. That bastard.
0: I will say at one point we were on this show, sitting in this exact studio, this one, not our other studio, talking about how the Cubs were the only team that hadn't done anything in trades or free agency since Craig – and then the only thing they did was Craig Council's massive deal – well, since then they have been active, you know, Hector Neris, Showtime Inaga. And now, as MBDBDBF's pointing out in the chat, for the Phillies, the only offseason plan was re signing Nola and nothing else.
1: What are you talking about? Like, we got
0: Colby Allard. Oh my God, I keep forgetting about Colby. How could you? We got Colby Allard. We did we had whole we had a whole major edition of Colby. Yes. But it's like now I feel like the joke is on us.
1: It certainly feels but like per- the Phillies plan is basically to run it back. But, but I will say okay. this. Say th- it, Jamie. I think at the trade deadline, they will address something in a major way. There it
0: is. And we're in a better position than obviously, than the Cubs, definitely. But in general, than we may even realize. So yeah, yeah, it's, just not, it's,
1: it's a pretty boring, unexciting offseason. so season. boring. It's so, so boring. Uh, it looks like it's we taken just... shape that the Phillies aren't going to do much. They'll probably add you know, another vet that... The market wasn't there for them. That can be a camp body that competes in the outfield, and maybe another, you know, lower signing bullpen arm. But it looks like yes, we're pretty much running it back. All right, let's get to. I'll do today's positivity, and then we'll end on guess that swing.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, so this is positivity point number twenty. So we have Ooh. four, or th- yeah, four more remaining. Uh, I am going to go with the combination. Of johan rojas trey turner and bryson stott being the fastest three phillies on a opening day assuming johan if johan doesn't make the opening day roster at this point their their offseason was a failure um so i'm gonna go with a third of the phillies lineup being the fastest base runners they've ever had at least in the last i mean it's gonna be up there like Three of these guys are absolute burners, uh, and I think that speed on the base pass is going to help them out this year. You didn't have them, uh, for whatever reason, Trey Turner wasn't running in the first half of last season at the pace he should have been. Johan Rojas wasn't even up. I think they'll take advantage of him even more this year. And Bryson Stott kind of has well above average speed. Um, So I think the three of them, a third of the lineup, being the fastest three I can recall off the top of my head, I think it's going to be an extreme positive for them and something new and a new toy and asset that Rob Thompson can implement and use. So I'm going to go with Speed, basically the Speedy Gonzalez. Uh, although I think uh, Speedy got canceled. Um, the Speedy he Gonzalez had this conversation. Fi- yeah, I think he did. He did. Uh, poor Speedy. R.I.P. Um, big part of my youth, Looney Tunes. Yes. Um, so I think the Speed is going to be a tool that Rob Thompson has in his belt this year and should be positive for the Phillies. So there you have it. Okay. You, you guys look unimpressed.
0: <laughs> I actually
1: was just... I, we're all reaching at this point.
0: We are, but I actually was just I think that's up, real.
1: I mean, um, Roas, Stott, and Turner... To be
0: transparent in this that's safe space... Fe- that's speed. I, I was just looking up Speedy Gonzalez uh, because every time you mentioned Speedy, I... Yeah, look, I,
1: I always... Th- forget that he he was canceled and i can't mention speedy but i did um so i i,
0: I arriba, andale, andale. Yeah, <laughs> it's great man so not okay um okay i like it i don't know okay because that's more bases you know you're running faster you're stealing more bases you're getting to you're putting base pressure you're not on getting pitchers. out
1: that's a third of the lineup that when they do get on base okay the pitcher has to think about and hopefully rob implements them more i'm all about making the other team make the play so steal some more effing bases this year please okay
0: i like it the you like are you're bigger
1: there's a pitch clock figure it out and use it to your advantage because the third of your lineup is blazing fast
0: be a little bit more aggressive Absolutely. try something new. and it actually ties into what we've talked about before of we want to see the phillies try something new mix it up a little bit so maybe it is taking some more gambles and uh trying to steal trying to steal bases but okay
1: i, right. like, it. I right. like it speedy fills you heard speedy of here foes.
0: fills. there um, you
1: go <laughs> all right let's get to guess that swing in oh. which uh tyler says we're gonna fail that massively
0: if tyler already said this is we're going to fail and this is really difficult this is impossible it's mission impossible basically because you haven't you've said the past ones were easy and they were they were hard
2: all right,
1: Tyler, hit us so with today.
2: I, I will say this: this Uh-oh. this is definitively sans the pitcher one, which I promise you, it's not another pitcher. Right, this good. is definitively the hardest one I think so far. Doesn't mean you can't get it. It just means that it's you're going to have to dive a little bit deeper into your bag oh, man. than we have recently. But here's your player. Ooh, that just is. Oh, that. That's, that's MLB, the show, yeah, generic 34. Yeah, just looks 34. like the MLB logo. Yeah,
0: what? That's like, like when, you're that's making your, when, you're, when
2: you're making your player in the show and there's 700 generic stances you can choose specific from.
0: specific here. I don't even know what I... Okay. Actually, I'm once again seeing left and right. I literally see him right, facing us. It's right-handed. This
2: time I will give you that hint because you. it's a harder one. This, no, is, a right, this is a right-handed it, hitter. It's right-handed.
0: Okay, because I could also see it where his back is to us. And the bat's on his left side. Right, Do you Tyler, see that I'm, now? I'm
1: texting it's you. It's definitively what? a right-handed okay, hitter. Thank
0: you, man.
1: I'm not gonna think too hard about this. Yeah,
0: there's nothing specific. I'm just gonna that go we with my see. gut,
1: and I texted you, Tyler. I don't know
0: who we have and haven't done because I ha- actually haven't been keeping track.
1: There's something about like how far back the el- the right elbow is. I don't know. I guessed. I went with my gut. I'm not gonna kill you myself. You said he's
0: and- a right-handed.
1: Yes. Yes. He's he's right-handed. He's a right-handed hitter.
0: That's that's what you're feeling the bat back
1: i don't know like no that's that's what i'm telling you I yeah mean, no I, i'm something about the right elbow in the way I, I don't know this is a hard one can you're you right. just
0: confirm that my person hasn't been done yet
1: jonathan meet uh this is 2006 to present well, day phillies
2: y- it's only 06 oh, on. No. so your person's <laughs> so not jim eisenreich you so can not guess not that eligible. person every
0: Greg day, every Gross, day and I, I it's actually gonna be wrong. Guess it before. <laughs>
1: Uh, will, I actually do have to pee like, really bad, so I need Renee <laughs> um, not to take forever.
0: I forgot. Even I forgot the rules.
1: Marlon Anderson does not Mike qualify. Schmidt is
0: always my guess.
1: The hip twist <laughs> is Dave P's focus here. Oh, Aaron man. Rowan, not a bad guess there, Mickey Durkin.
0: Oh, jeez. I'm not sorry. Not who I
1: guess, but I did guess another center fielder. <sighs> I, I, I have no confidence in this.
0: Okay, wait. So let me try this again. I will
1: give you one additional hint. Oh, well, po- wait, if you're giving a hint, that means you I can change you can my rege-
2: You can redact your answer That means I'm want. not right.
0: <laughs> you're not. Basically. I'm
2: going to tell you, you're not right now. <laughs> he
0: heard a, that means you haven't heard a correct answer, correct. and Jamie's wrong yeah, also. Yeah, correct. Okay, no, nobody's
2: gotten it yet. Um, this player had a really nice career. Oh. Um, however, probably based on expectations of this player, underperformed throughout his career.
0: Oh, um, and
2: I will say this, his best years did not come with the Phillies.
0: Oh his best years did not his come with the His best years Phillies. did not come
2: with the Phillies and based on what his So he's
0: not with the Phillies anymore. Based on what so his, he is
2: a decent prospect. Based what on what saying. his prospect expectations were, I would say while he had a nice MLB career and carved out a nice little role for himself, probably underperformed compared to what he was expected to be.
1: Mm.
0: So that helps me with a few things. They're not that person is not a current Phillies player. Correct. Um, and that's all I got.
2: JD Drew is not applicable. Will um, he gave you nothing
1: as I a don't Phillies? Even
0: know from two thousand six. All right, my
1: my answer is submitted. Your your hint did help me some. I think. All right, so your answer is my original guess was Ben Revere, since that's already been stricken away uh, because of the hint. Ben? Uh, So I guess Ben Revere just because, I don't know.
0: Ben just always makes me He looks like like a smaller
1: guy to me. Um, Yeah, I I feel okay about my new guess. Okay. I don't know. But not great.
0: I don't even know who to say.
1: We've already guessed Shane Daniel Duffy, but that's not a bad guess. (sighs) Also, his best years were definitively with the Phillies. Yes, the, the, that clue helped me not in his best years away from here. Yeah.
0: Okay. I think I'm.
1: Th- no. I was thinking of another. A lot of center fielders going through my mind because I was thinking of another one that went to Houston, but I'm not going to say. Not going to say. But Renee. Um, uh, because of that, you're not going to say who it is. That's also wrong. It's a good guess. I know who you're talking Wait, about, but what? it's also wrong. Yeah, this he was more slender than this guy. Yes. This guy has some decent-sized thighs. We really get into uh, dissecting the male body and Guess That Swing.
0: Yeah, I've noticed that.
1: Yeah. All right, Renee, I really have to pee. I have
0: no idea. Will brought
1: it up, and now I'm just hearing waterfalls in my head.
0: Don't go chasing yeah. water. Did, did you guys do that also when somebody had to pee back in the day? You'd like yeah. start? Okay.
1: The I'm amount sorry. of liquids my body had this weekend combined with the amount of water and uh, Pedialyte I've had in the past 24 hours. right, I'm to just text you a random person because okay.
0: I don't know. We did Mayberry already, right? We
2: did do Mayberry already, correct. Uh, brother.
0: All right, we're just gonna go random you know i'm just gonna pick a name all out right, of all right let hat. us
1: know when uh yeah. mickey Derkin loves the thigh talks
0: <laughs> yeah you know? you sometimes you gotta break out, down and, a guy's wagon and, butts and thighs yeah
1: thighs you know
0: oh my gosh don't go shit <laughs>
1: all right did you submit
0: no <laughs>
2: <laughs> renee i'm gonna wet myself <laughs> all right your answer is in as well do this, we have a correct answer uh no screw uh, this, this.
0: game So, Renee guessed
2: Pedro Feliz, Jamie (laughs) guessed Marlon Byrd. Both answers are incorrect. This guy played 12 seasons in Major League Baseball, (sighs) and his best years came from 2006 till 2008. On which team? He is a former Atlanta
1: Braves top prospect. Jeff Francoeur. Frenchie! That was a good hint, Uh, because yes, he was a Braves top prospect, carved out a nice career, uh, but i believe he was once a top 10 prospect in baseball i think he was and yeah. that's what i'm
2: saying he had a good
1: career yeah he sure played did. for
2: 12 years it's He's pretty really a good impressive, too uh, yeah, yeah but like compared to what he was supposed to be
1: yeah underperformed that's a good one that is a good one french how
0: many more of these do we have a oh, lot wow. plenty <laughs> yeah <laughs> i want it's game. We're, all,
1: we're all losing I
0: want Looting I'm builds rebel. camaraderie amongst. I'm boycotting this like I'm boycotting the Super Bowl.
1: Gross bastard! That uh, nose. Ah, Frenchy.
0: But the thing is, like, I can't. Okay, I it's gotta all right, do some Renee. Don't, You don't. You
1: don't. I'm gonna wear, prepare. You don't have to wear this on you. It's, <laughs> it's not that serious. It's it feels okay. It. No, he's a Braves homer. Okay, outside of Braves games, I think Jeff Francois is very good. He is definitely a favorite of the Braves. Uh, he did have an awesome arm, Jonathan Melt or Meat. Uh, I compared the Nick Castellanos Mike. spin around, Mike. throw out to the Jeff Francoeur had a similar play when he was with the Phillies. Here, um, <laughs> the spin around. That's throw the other out.
0: thing. It's hard to even remember when you talk about.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of baseball players. There's
0: a lot of baseball players, mm-hmm. and a lot that you forget were even like even here. I wasn't
1: thinking Jeff Francoeur at all dang it all right Don't well that wraps it up for <laughs> <waterfalls.
0: laughs> Yo, yeah, well, i'm about to go
1: pee somewhere <laughs> really quickly um for renee washington for tyler zulli thank you for hanging out here with us at phly reminder 16 days until pitchers and catchers 59 days till spring the home or the season opener uh, and if you want to join us in florida in mid-march head to all the events tab up top You'll find the spring training trip, and uh, yes, hopefully you're able to join us. Oh, I definitely had a couple hot dogs as I well this weekend. I love hot dogs. Oh, uh, Glizzy at the turn on the golf course. That's, do not flush that's up your there with the ballpark, Glizzy. They're the best.
0: Do not flush your records in the tra- in the toilet. Only CDs, guys. Don't flush tapes. No. Don't flush vinyl. I don't know how to clean. Okay, those. we'll Sorry, continue Dave. the
1: toilet talk uh, tomorrow. <laughs> I got a pee, Renee. That's it for us today. at all pH up.
0: Do you have to go to the bathroom?
1: <laughs> all phly.com phly Phillies podcast we're out of here we will be back tomorrow at noontime see you then bye
0: <laughs> we all silly like the mayor.